Today on the Zabecast, the Final Four is here. Can Loyola Chicago pull off the mother of all upsets? Baseball has begun. Giancarlo Stanton is ripping homers. Notorious J.A.Y. will join us. We'll talk Marlins band Le'Veon Bell and $16 ballpark beers. I know you got nothing better to do for the next 45 minutes, so buckle up and let's go. <laughs> here we go. Friday, March 30th, 2018, finally starting to feel a little like spring around the DMV. Thank you for spending some of your precious data on me and your time. Notorious J.A.Y. is waiting patiently in the green room, but first, an announcement or two. Announcement number one, the golf show, people. Damn you people, this is golf! Yes, my golf show begins this Sunday So if you're in the DMV area, or if you're not, and you just want to tune in via the team980.com, Sunday morning, 9 a.m., Capital Golf Gang with yours truly and your favorite golf nerds, and I should say titans of the local golf scene here in D.C., John Ronas, formerly of Woodmont, now at the Ronas Academy. He's got his own academy at River Creek Golf Club. Ron Thomas, former Maryland player and Maryland Potomac Cup captain, and John Gould, the executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA. We will talk Tiger. We will talk Masters. We'll talk about the golf season so far, equipment, how far the ball is flying, and a whole lot more on Sunday, 9 a.m. on the Team 980. That'd be AM 980. And we'll have a digital copy of the show that I will post here to Zabe.com once it is recorded. Secondly, on the golf front, and this is only for my diehard listeners of this Zabecast. This is the only where the only place I'm initially going to put this out here. So, you know, you get a little something for being a diehard. I have a couple of spots available on my annual golf trip to Pinehurst in the spring. Just a couple. If you are an avid golfer and would like to join us down there, I am going to currently accept applications and take considerations on players who want to join us. Now, I'm only going to take guys two by two. No solo artist saying, oh, I'm, 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 I don't have any friends, but I'll come by myself. You're going to have to bring somebody with you, and there's a reason why. A, you're going to have to room with that person. And number and B, number B, uh, B, at least one person we think will be able to stand you if you're a newbie on the trip. So we're taking applications two by two. I've, I've Between three and seven spots available, depending on how many people are interested. Wait a minute, three spots? I thought you said two by two. I know I did. But let me work on the oddball one first. And no guarantees, just because you email me and say, oh, I'd love to go, be perfect. Uh, The date is the second weekend, or third weekend in May. Third weekend in May, which is in between Mother's Day and Memorial Day. And it's about $1,000. We go down to Pine Needles and Mid Pines in the Pinehurst area. We're not at the actual Pinehurst Resort, but trust me, Pine Needles and Mid Pines are every bit as good, if not better than Pinehurst itself. We play 36, 36, 18, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Light gambling buy-in for the whole weekend. It's only about 100 bucks, And it's a great time. Great guys, great time. If you're interested, email me, zabe at yahoo.com. That's zabe at yahoo.com. And good luck. Let me know if you want to join us. Okay, enough jib-jabbing. Let's get to it. All right, he is my brother from another mother, my liaison to the community, my racial ambassador of harmony, 
the notorious J.A.Y., executive producer of the Brett Hollander Experience on WBAL in Charm City, USA, former producer of the first team with Steve Zabin on Fox Sports Radio, proud UMBC alum, and once upon a time, Ponce de Leon Adult Baseball League participant. <laughs> What's up, Jay? <laughs> you have, that's my whole IMDb page. Uh, pretty that's much. It. Thank you. Good night. I'm done. You. Thank you and good night. <laughs> when, was, when did you finally retire from adult baseball? Two years ago. Okay. Two years ago. And do you miss it is the question. No, because softball now has taken up that, but this is the last year of softball. Really? So yeah, we're giving everything up. <laughs> Are you getting retirement gifts at every turn? Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) We're playing Bergman's Cleaners. Uh, We're going to give you, Jay, 50% off your next dry cleaning. And hangers. Yes, as, as a goodbye gift to your recreational softball career. Yeah, no, uh, I, I don't think golly. I'll be getting any of that. But. Okay. Well, it's uh, good baseball's back. We'll, uh, we won't get to spend too much time on it today, but before we came on... You were railing on Shohei Otani, the supposed dual threat phenom for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, California. The only person who had a worse spring than him was Tim Tebow. Oh, he was like one. He was like one for fifteen, and and as as you jokingly said, well, he can play two. I said, and I go, Jay, but he can play two positions, and you said they're shitty. He can play shitty both of them. (laughs) It doesn't play matter. All, if you play all nine and you suck at all nine, right. you're hurting your team nine ways. I mark this on at three twenty okay, nine. Mark. Yes, this will be the biggest colossal fail in the history of the the draft. Wow! After or, 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 or this or this when the the what, uh, didn't what they have they, to pay international post- international postings? They had to pay a posting fee for yeah, them, right? This yeah. will be okay. the biggest colossal okay. fail ever. Okay. Well, way not way to not jump to conclusions after one game. And one spring training. You know, I, I, I have watched him. No, no, I watched. Okay. I've watched him like at least three or four times. I was okay. Doesn't get the bat through the zone, Zabe. Don't, okay. I don't. I don't like the. I don't like the level of his of his swing. You don't like the level. You don't like his launch angle. Is he not I, getting I, enough I, barrels not, no. per at bats? No, he's he's got a little loopy thing. It's good for Japan, but not here. <laughs> you can bust him inside on the hands, Zabe. He can't get around on it. There you go. You know they would have said this about <laughs> one Lonzo Ball who has been quietly coming around. And the same thing about Markel Fultz, who looked completely lost and a complete bust. He's now back for the Sixers. I would just caution you, Jay, sometimes it takes a little while for guys to get going. Baseball is different, though. Okay. You're declaring him an instant bust. I'm, I'm declaring him a, a bust. There you All go. Right. How's your bracket? As we, <laughs> as we head towards the We don't the remember I didn't fill one out. Remember? Oh, well then, okay. Uh, yeah. how do you I've like, just enjoyed watching the how games. Do you like, I got three out of four, and I've got, well, I've got Villanova winning it all, so I guess I need that to win the non-monetary portion of the station's contest. I'm in first place right now because I got three of the four minus Virginia. Thank you very much, UMBC. Yes. So I'm doing okay there. Now, Loyola, Chicago, I bet against them when I was in Vegas last week. And five minutes into it, because I got a friend that, you know, goes, she's uh, married to a professor at K-State. And so I bet on K-State out of affinity, kind of. And I didn't really know, was Loyola really that good or were they just a Cinderella? Five minutes in, Jay, I was like, oh, fuck. These guys can really play. (laughs) And I'm not going to win this bet. It took me five minutes. That was it. I love this team. 
I really do. They are a good basketball team. Because they play four out, one in. Yeah, they play and, and they share. They share they share the, the ball. ball. Yes. You know, and I think the best college teams have always been teams where they're all kind of specialists. You know, you got the six seven Euro swing man who shoots threes. You got the bad shooting converted tight end bruiser who rebounds and plays D. You got the whippy five eight point guard nobody can keep up with. You just that's George Mason from yes. two thousand whatever. Yeah. yeah, the best teams always are like an Ocean's Eleven of talent, a hodgepodge a put hodgepodge. together. Yes, yes, exactly, and all the pieces fit. Now you know they. I don't know if this is a record or not, but their coach thinks it might be. Uh, Porter Moses says they he thinks he's the first team to make the Final Four without having a single dunk yet in the tournament. How do you like them apples? The team has not had a dunk? No. He, he says has, he, he has not had it. He oh. said he said we've got to be the first team in Final Four history to win the first four games with no dunks. Oh no dunk. Okay. It's I a stat you. I'm not proud of. We're close. We had a finger roll lay in that some of the guys are trying to debate whether it was a dunk or not. <laughs> As uh, a wise man once told me, all is it still counts as two, two. points. It's two and points. Then, if you take some, right, Spike if, Lee, it's if two you go points. twenty-one, if you go twenty-one feet out, it's an extra point. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, I, I think it's. Uh, I think they've got a shot. Maybe not to win it all because I think Villanova is too tough in the end. All right, I, I got to hear. I got I got to hear your. I know you're going to rail on Sister I, Jean. I, yes, I know you are. I'm not going to rail on her because it's not my policy to rail on ninety-eight-year-old women or sisters of the cloth. Yes. But I am sick of her because at the end of the day, Jay, she's just an old lady who likes basketball. Hey, how about that? Nuns are mean. Yes, they are. Nuns? There, let me take that back. There are some nuns. Who can be mean. Who, who can be excessively mean, and there's some who are the sweetest ladies on earth. I don't know Sister Jean Skilo, so I, I cannot comment. But Is that I think her last name? No, no. I, Skilo means her store, oh. backstory. Oh, <laughs> you put you can put that. Yeah, oh, you can I put learned that in something you. new. That's right. Yeah, we ski uh, skilo. Sister Sister Jean's Ski-lo. Sister Jean's apostrophe skilo. Yes, I, I don't okay. know her backstory. I don't okay. know what she did when she was younger, but uh, Hellraiser, <laughs> yes. alcoholic. She hey, was thrown out of the convent seven times. I remember some fathers who drank and smoke. Oh yeah, no question. Yeah, I bet when she's off duty, even in her nun's habit, she's there playing cards, drinking bourbon, smoking a cig, probably. It's a cute. Does it rem, remember the story? And I cannot remember his name from '85 Villanova. Their little assistant, or no, he was the team manager. I believe his name was Jake, and he sat in a wheelchair, and he was Villanova's like good luck yeah, charm. Yeah, you know, it sort of got this little feel to it. Human good luck charms are always very dicey because initially, if you're like, "Oh, that's great." Whether it's a special needs kid or somebody in a wheelchair or terminal illness guy or, in this case, ancient nun mascot, <laughs> they, they, they quickly go from, oh, that's a cute story, to, Jesus, enough of this already. I'm, I'm okay. I, 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 as, as the person who hates everything, I, I don't hate this. <laughs> okay. So How about okay. this? Here's the question. If she was 78 years old, would anyone care? It wouldn't be a story. Yeah, it's seventy-eight the, the is not a story. The it's the ninety-eight makes it that a does story. it. Yeah, and eighty-eight it. would be right there. Like, yeah, On she's old, but she's not super old. And anyway. she's a nun. That's the uh, that that puts it over the top. Uh, that is true. And she played. She played basketball back in the thirties. 
when like when women couldn't go on both ends, they had to half court it. Remember I, that? I, who knows what restrictions were in place back then? But yes, <laughs> women, even in American, even in America, were second class citizens. Okay, yes, yes. impromptu top five beloved old ladies. Here we go. Number five, Sister Jean. Number four, Diane Keaton. Number Ooh. three, the deceased Clara Peller. I no- was going to say that one. Oh, that was I was waiting for that one. Number, Clara Peller. All right, you got you got two left. You want to guess number I, two? Helen Mirren. Oh, <laughs> she would be good. Not in the top five. Betty White. Be- oh, who Betty doesn't love White. Betty White? Number two. And the number one beloved old lady, Mother Teresa. Is she still signing? No. 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 Neither is Clara Peller. But I just, that was all time. All time. You can, okay. do your, you can do your top five, impromptu top five next week. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> item, item two, Leonard Hamilton and his not fouling gaffe. In this, this, the Elite Eight. Go ahead, Jay. They Unload on Leonard Hamilton. Okay, Leonard Hamilton, I'm sure, is a nice guy. But we've all said the same thing about Leonard. Not an X's and O's guys. No. It was 14 seconds left. <laughs> and they're only down four? He, that is, that's at least three stops. At least. He acted like there was no way they could win. And all of us said, wait a minute. You foul. The guy misses two, which is unlikely because he's a 90% shooter, this kid, Duncan Robinson. Don't but say never. It's, not, it's 90% in the regular season. Right. It's 90, not 90% necessarily when you have a chance to go to the Final Four. Misses two. You race down court in five seconds. That's at he, least two stops. You t- they two stoppages on the clock. Yes. Yeah. You race down court, five seconds left, and you hit a two, and now you're only down two. Or let's say he misses the first but makes the second, meaning you've got the ball with the clock stopped, and the, the margin is now five. You could inbound it halfway to half court and then get a shot off that goes in in four seconds. Again, it, now you've got seven seconds left. If it was a three, the game is a two-point game. They might commit a violation. They might throw it over somebody's head. They might commit a charge. You don't know. Leonard is the only one who believed that that, that that game was over. Too bad he was coaching Florida State. I know. Now, that said, what made it worse was his post-game interview with Dana Jacobson. Here's the audio. I'm sure people have heard it by now. Take me through the final seconds of this game. Why didn't you guys foul? <laughs> and by the way, that pause right there. Yeah. He's He's just thinking, okay, all right. This is how it's going to go, huh? What are you talking about? Down the stretch there, the end of the game, the final seconds, 11 seconds left on the do, clock. Do you think that the game came down to the final seconds of the game? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. A 14 seconds. Fact, yes, did. Leonard. It sure, did. it sure did. I'm asking you, though, why that decision in the final seconds of the game? The game was over. Four, four points for 14 <laughs> seconds, Leonard. Oh. You didn't think your guys could get back in it, put them on the line you if they miss those shots. I mean, but 15 seconds of the clock. That's an eternity. Put them on the line. They miss a few shots. Now, you don't see, you have to watch the video, but at that point, he turns away and he has this dismissive look on his face like, child, please. But to his credit, he looped back. He realized that he couldn't just walk away from the interview. Coach, a four-point ball game. It's a question that, that the guys were asking at the end of our game. That's all I'm asking. Here's one thing, oh, by the way, that I think people don't realize. You on television, Jay, on these two shots, you have to get super close to the person that you are interviewing, like invading their normal no-fly zone. Do you, do you know that? Like in television, when you're interviewing somebody and it's a two-shot, you literally have to get way closer to them 
than you would in a normal conversation. So they can hear the question correctly. Well, not just that, but it's got to get in the shot. In the two shot. It's got to get in the two shot. So not only is Leonard Hamilton super pissed that he missed a chance to go to the Final Four, and now he's being questioned about his tactics, but it's a woman, too. You know there had to be some of that in it as well. It didn't come down to that in your mind. I thought they, I thought they did a great job. They had a great uh, game plan. They forced us into with 14 turnovers in the first half. Uh, that was uncharacteristic of our team. And I think that you, you need to give them. He goes, it, it, just the rest of it is now. It's coach speak. It's, it's all coach, coach speak. speak. Yeah. Now, rank that versus Roy Williams when he was still at Kansas <laughs> telling Bonnie Bernstein. <laughs> now, listen, I know you had to ask me that question, but I don't give, give two a, flips. About, two, I don't give a flip about the North Carolina job right now. And that person talking in your ear? Right. Yeah. yeah. All, right, uh, th- all right, compare and contrast. Which was the worst look? Was it Roy? With his dad gummit and in, insinuating that you know Bonnie didn't have the chops to ask a legitimate question of her own, or Leonard Hamilton saying, well, "What do you think it come down to the last second? The game was over." I w- I would say it's a push. They both look terrible. Okay. But if you had to press me, I would say Roy because Bonnie. Everybody loves Bonnie Bernstein. Well, I guess you so. can, it, It's like Aaron Aaron Andrews and 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 Sherman. But I love Dana Jacobson. I still uh, do. You still were the do. first always one on that. Yes. I will always give you credit for you were on her when always she bad. wasn't. She when, didn't have her playing weight like she does now. No, you exactly. were on her early, right? When she was drunky McJacobson and she was uh, playing at a higher weight class, I still liked her. <laughs> yes, still you liked did. her. So, you don't, yeah. can I wait a minute before that? You don't remember another first team on Fox great moment? Oh Jesus! I can't remember who from ESPN. I can't remember who from ESPN we had on. I want to say, not Kirk, it was somebody from ESPN we had on. Gotta, gotta ask Scott Lynn. And? And uh, you go, what's going on with Dana Jacobson? Oh, Jesus. You did. I can't remember. I I gotta ask Scott who it was. It was somebody from ESPN. Uh, Let's let's move on. (laughs) Yes, let's move on. Thursday, as Bryant Gumbel likes to say on Real Sports, okay, Bernie, let's move on. Lamar Jackson Pro Day on Thursday. Apparently, it went great. Made a lot of great throws. Did a lot of good stuff. Didn't run the 40 for the second time because he doesn't want a good 40 time lest somebody else besides Bill Polian say, hey, you ought to be a wide receiver. But apparently, agent apparently with his mom serving as his agent, teams are saying they're having a little bit of difficulty scheduling him for interviews. Question, Jay. Yes, would you trust your mom to be your agent just to save one and a half percent? Ooh, my mom's a my mom's a hard ass. That's a oh, great yeah. point. No, uh, nobody has their boys back quite like mama. Like, ooh. But if mama doesn't have the skills to navigate the NFL landscape, eh, might not be the. Best I'm idea. gonna, I'm gonna say no. I would make her something else. So okay. no. All right. Uh, do you think Lamar Jackson goes in the top fifteen? No, you don't. I D- think first I, round. I think he is the fourth quarterback taken. Oh, so he'll go ahead of somebody then? No, he will. He will not go. Let me. No, let, got, me, let, me big, let me take the big, the big Darnold, four. Darnold, Rosen, uh, the guy from Wyoming, who which I don't Josh understand Allen. why anybody wants this well, guy. Well, they say he's got a cannon arm. That uh, C Bowler, 
Kamakai. Right, thrown from his knees from the 50-yard line. And yeah. people are – okay, fifth, because people love Baker Mayfield now. I don't. So, I, so, Baker Mayfield's a bag of shit. He's going <laughs> to suck. Mark so it down. Mark my words. Oh, I – Done. With you on that one. But I think – and the quarterback from Oklahoma State, that's another guy. So fifth – so he'd be the second – a second-day quarterback. Wow. So or he's, or he's, uh, second – no, second round. Uh, second round quarterback. If How he, about that? If he lasts to the second round, that'll be the talk of the draft because you know it's going to be like, I can't believe he's going to the second round. Heisman Trophy winner, all these tools. It's an outrage. Le'Veon Bell's not happy. Ooh. Jay, you know this is a he Pittsburgh was going to be my fan. f. He was going to be my fuck that guy. Okay, he was yeah, that's so was okay. no, was no, no. Not, no no not now though no no. Do you want you to come in with a backup FTG? This I have week? I somebody <laughs> else hit me. List. Yes. Okay. Anyway, Le'Veon Bell uh, tweeted out on Thursday. It's so hard to be a hero in a city that paints you out to be the villain, and he misspelled you y o u u. I guess you know. Uh, I'm going to say again, Le'Veon. I love you. You're the one of the best running backs I've ever seen, but. You're a running back. You've got a shelf life of five to six years. He says he's and, a hybrid. He says and, he's like a running back wide receiver. And you're one wee test away from being out of the league for a year. <sighs> I can't trust you. Okay. It's a tough business. I'm sorry. So you are fine as a Steeler fan with yep. the team carrying him and the potential distraction and having missed all the camp to show up on Labor Day and do whatever he can do with that no preparation instead of saying goodbye, see you later. I'm okay with that because he has to perform well to get said money for next season. But don't so, you think at this point he'll never get a long-term deal that he's happy with in Pittsburgh? Kevin Colbert, Steelers GM, today said we're trying to get one, so I just got to take it at that. Okay. There's a new Tiger Woods book out. And by the way, you excited for the Masters next week? Kind of excited? Yeah, just, sort of excited. just for Sunday, what Sunday okay. might bring. Okay. Uh, the new Tiger Woods book is co-authored by Armin Katayan and somebody else. It has no access to Tiger Woods himself. And Tiger's agent, Mark Steinberg, has lashed out at the book saying it is made up of you know, conjecture and thoughts that they attribute to Tiger that are either secondhand or flat-out made up. So they don't like what's in the book. In the book, though, they say that early on, a financial advisor to the Woods family told Tiger, watch out for Michael Jordan said he would be a bad influence on Tiger. Why Michael? Well, because they said um, Michael was uh, Jordan was a guy who told Tiger, look, you know, your first instinct, said, said uh, Jordan to Tiger, was uh, his first instinct of being in the spotlight was to become a recluse, Jordan said. Well, that's wrong. Believe me, I know. You just can't go on the golf course. Then when you're done, go back and lock yourself in the hotel room. I've been there. It's miserable. You can't just stare at the TV. You lose your sense of society. You're not living life. So what Woods did was he figured out the way Jordan lived his life, which is Jordan lived a second life that was behind closed doors that nobody ratted on because Michael Jordan was so big. And that, of course, ended up tripping up Tiger Woods because maybe the times had changed or maybe you know Tiger was just sloppier than Jordan was when it came to his second life. Your thoughts? Uh, I remember reading that Jordan might have Banged a couple porn stars, might have banged Bandana, but it's all conjecture. Right. Tiger was sloppy with his. He was very sloppy. So I and, can't, and I can't blame Michael for that. My God. Oh, Waffle House chip. Really? <laughs> come on. Waffle House boom. <laughs> I mean, come on, Tiger. Yeah, that's the worst. Uh, I'm going to have to read this book now. Uh, they also said that Tiger was notably cheap and that PGA Tour, that one. PGA Tour reps would often quietly 
trail behind him, leaving $100 tips on his behalf with locker room attendants at tour stops to keep his parsimonious ways out of the press. Are you an Armin Katayan fan? Generally, yeah. I like his. I usually like him. Generally. And like most books, I think some of what's in here is 100% true. I think a lot of it is 60% true. And I bet a, a, a few things are reaches that they put in there knowing, well, we won't get sued for this, but we don't have any proof that we can go with. Just what, how it is. What do you have a quote from Ellen Nordigan? Uh, don't know. <laughs> That'd be nice to know, wouldn't it? Yes. Hey, uh, item number six. What's Lindsay Lohan up to these days? God, I haven't said that name in at least three years. If you're by a computer, go ahead. Google search images, Lindsay Lohan, 2017. Just get a look at her now because she has really become old bag lady. Here's how sad Lindsay Lohan's life has become. She recently lost an appeal. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Ooh, here we go. Oh, God. Lindsay Lohan just recently lost an appeal in a lawsuit against Take-Two Interactive, the company that makes Grand Theft Auto. That's the picture. Ugh. She alleged the company's studio, Rockstar Games, used her likeness without permission for a character in Grand Theft Auto V. Probably disgusting street hooker number six. <laughs> That's a good one. Give, give yourself that's a good one. <laughs> the case was originally dismissed back in 2016 because it's legal to parody people in video games. Well, she spent more money on an appeal, and she has now lost that. By a unanimous vote, the New York State Court of Appeals said the game's depictions were, quote, nothing more than a cultural comment and declared that Take-Two didn't owe Lohan damages at all. Judge Eugene Fahey said the character in question, one Lacey Jones in the video game, depicted a generic 20-something woman that was not specifically referencing the actress. So in sum, Lindsay Lohan is so broke, has nobody in Hollywood willing to give her any paying gigs whatsoever, that she's trying to sue video game companies going, hey, that street prostitute looks like me. You, you owe me money. Give me for money. That. Give me money. Where's my money? That she is was... pretty sad, isn't it? She was not not a favorite of mine, but in the grand scheme, she was in everyone's top five at a point. I think, I think so. Me, I think Mean Girls was her apex. It, would it, that was peak Lindsay Lohan. Mean Girls was probably peak. Would it be embarrassing if I admitted that I have her one single rumors on my iPhone? God, you're the worst music <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> and, and you're a drummer. Bro, that's a good song, and she's super hot in it. You got to look it up. Do you know the Do you know the video I'm talking about? Mm, I know, but 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 her decline is is like a running back or or a pitcher who had a a, a labrum tear. Oh no, and her, just can't throw anymore. Like no, no. she just fell and fell hard. No, her decline is like uh, Mark Fidrich, basically. Like <sighs> she was on the scene and then gone, poof, poof gone. Right, it's, it's even steeper than that. Here, you want to hear the song? I'm yeah, telling you, man, you're going to want to check this I out. I don't think I will, but go ahead. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, here we go. All right. This was peak Lindsay Lohan, okay? I can see you nodding your head all the no, way to Baltimore you, in, right in now. In my Hirsch voice. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell a song. I can tell a hit within five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> oh, you're... <laughs> 
Yeah, that voice is not processed heavily at all. No, <laughs> not at all. And she's barely singing. She's like whispering. Now, this is like a... Remember Paris Hilton had a hit? So that ain't, this ain't saying much. Paris Hilton had a hit. I just like the beat on this. I like the bass it's, on I this. I will say it's got a great beat and everyone can dance to it. Now, you could whip this up on a Korg 80 synthesizer in five minutes if you had any musical chops whatsoever. Yeah, I'm sick of rumors. You know what? You'd kill for some rumors right now. Uh, you Nobody you'd kill literally for any cares. attention. You <laughs> probably have TMZ on speed dial. I'm going to the store. Follow me. <laughs> and as I'm looking on Spotify for other Lindsay Lohan songs, this is it. One song. Rumors. I'm looking for her filmography to see when peak Lindsay Lohan was. Yeah. You know, I almost got a photo with her and almost got her autographed. No! At the, at the yeah, Super Bowl in Tampa. 2004? I'm just kind of guessing. I was in a hotel that was across the bridge. It was a okay hotel. It wasn't anything super fancy. And she was checking out at 5 a.m. in front of me. Basically by herself. She had already started to decline from peak Lohan. And I'm like, oh my god, that's Lindsay Lohan. And I was actually chicken to go up to her and say that I was a big fan and wanted a photo. Because yeah, I thought she would like slap me or just say, get out of here, You'd have been a creepy guy. Yeah. You're right, because I was definitely too old to uh, really be a fan. But what if I said, oh, my daughter loves the parent trap? That would have there would have been your end. There you go. Yeah. But that was so long ago, even then, it probably would have been insulting. Like, yeah, I remember when you used to sort be of cute. be cute and likable. And when you had a career. As a matter of fact. All right, item number seven. Solve this mystery. You ready to be Matlock on this one? Here we go. Yes. Headline. Man who owes $500,000 in child support vanishes on paddleboard into Atlantic Ocean. Go ahead, Matlock. Tell me what happened. (laughs) Go ahead and crack this cold case. What do you think? He owes five hundred thousand, and he just disappeared. Just uh, pad, just paddleboarded yeah. uh, off uh, into the Atlantic. Whoops, we can't find him now. Oh uh-huh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that guy is in Fiji somewhere. They'll never find me here. He gone. He gone. He gone. Oh, right. how do you? Well, I, I know how. He probably you told do. everyone. He probably told everyone he knows. I'm gonna go paddleboarding, everybody. Yeah, don't worry about me. What time are you going? Oh, Six a.m. Oh, you really you want me to come down there? I'll help you out. No, 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 that's no, fine. Just go on paddleboard and I'll see you later. My question to you, the married guy. Yeah. And this is hypothetical. So, yeah. of course, answer this hypothetically. So you find out that you, if you were going to get out of said marriage, that you were on the hook for 500 k wouldn't you just stay? Isn't it cheaper just to gut it out? That's a half a million dollars. Yeah. I mean, but being on the run, eventually you're going to be found. Right. Eventually. And and apparently he left his his passport and his wallet back (laughs) on shore. What a shock. Yeah, but, you know, just because he left his passport doesn't mean he couldn't get a second passport. uh, Thank you. Or, you know, or he could have been smuggled out by coyotes. He could be south of the border in Cabo. He could be Andy Dufresne. Have a whole other identity. If you break into Mexico... Are they going to really hassle you? 
Is it as easy to break into Mexico as it is to break into America? Don't know if I'd want to break into Mexico right now, but uh, no, if I, I was wouldn't on the either. Run, but if, if you're I, on the run, yeah. you're on the run, and you want to throw people off by going, "Well, Me- I left Mexico." My... It is okay, right? Because it'd probably be easier to break into Mexico. I, Mexico. I bet Canada is a little bit stricter. Strict, yeah, a little bit more strict. Yes, right. The Dominican or Mexico, my two places, yeah, and it's warmer down there too. That's true. You might get you might get murked though. So, what's murked? Oh, killed. I'm just teaching you everything today. And murked. If you, yeah, murked. What, yes. was the, what was the other term you gave me? Uh, skilo. Skilo. Yeah, yes. what's the skilo on that? All right, uh, John Sterling of the New York Yankees. <laughs> worst call ever. I know has we... a new Giancarlo Stanton home run call. Stanton, two home runs on opening day. He's on pace, Jay, for 200, 324 home runs, Don't which would be a new it. Major League Baseball <laughs> right, record. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think he'll get there, though. So... With with the addition of the reigning or the former NL MVP uh, and, and a guy who was going to hit a million bombs at the New Yankee Stadium, there was word that old uh, John Sterling had been working up a new home run call just for Giancarlo Stanton. Well, he got to roll it out yesterday, and I'll play it for you, and then you can tell me what you think. A lot of strikes with it. Right on that, on that corner. Susie Sue. If he's on, he will spot it any place. Stanton, the National League MVP last year, swung on and drilled to deep right center field. It is high. It is far. It is dark. Here we go. It is first Yankee at bat. Here we go. John Carlo. No, Zipu. Stoparlo. It is a Stantonian home run, a two-run blaster right center in his first Yankee at bat, and the Yankees take a 2-0 lead. He should be embarrassed for himself, but he's not. Wow. <laughs> it translates to Giancarlo non si puo stoparlo, which translates to Giancarlo, you cannot stop it, in Italian. Problem is, Giancarlo's not Italian. No, so, he's not. So this also, is apparently... he went as Mike Stanton at one time. So, yeah, not went, Italian. Wait, he went as Mike Stanton? Yeah, when he first came up, he was Mike Stanton. Get out! Or, wait a minute, is it, was, it, was it Mike Stanton? Yeah. Really? Yes, Giancarlo was not his... <laughs> wait a minute, I'm going to... Is that, uh, like, is that like Michael Jackson, Dyson Jackson, Jackson, Dyson Jackson? So, something like <laughs> okay. the late Michael Jackson. I know, I know. May he rest in peace. Former Browns wide receiver. Yep. So, yeah, Giancarlo. Yeah, he was Michael Stanton. Yep, when he first wow, came out. Wow, how about that? Also almost went to USC on a football scholarship. Didn't uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin come up as something else? All these wrestlers had different uh, names. He was one of the Hollywood blondes. Ah, okay. I can't. You'll have to go to the, to, to the master for that one. Galdi on that he, one? Yeah, but I do know he was a Hollywood blonde. I cannot remember what his. He might have had another name. So is that going to be the call for John Sterling for God, every? I hope not. Giancarlo Stanton home run this year, which might be 324, which would be a new Major League Baseball record. You ever met Sterling before? No, you? I've been in the area he's been at. And, and? he's the, he's the kind of guy who wears, by the way, baseball is played in what season, Dave? Summer. He wears a scarf. Shut up. I have seen. Ask in Dr- July? Ask Drew Olson. In August? Ever seen, I've seen him wow. at Camden Yards. Wearing a scarf in like June. Ask, ask Drew if I'm correct on that one. Okay. All right. I will uh, do just that. Man. Well, he's got to work on that because he can't be doing that for every home run. <laughs> Why can't no he? No, si puo stoparlo, a Stantonian home run. You can't do that for everyone.
Have you heard his calls before? I know, but still, he had four months to workshop it, and that's what he came up with. And that's the best one he came up with, right. That's pretty bad. Item number nine, a craft beer at Nats Park will cost you a cool $16. Not only that, they don't even tell you who makes the craft beer. It just says craft beer, $16. That is more for a beer, Jay, than like 30% of the tickets available to purchase at Nats Park. In the words of Axel Foley from Beverly Hills Cop, when he ordered a Coke and the guy said that'll be $10, he said, I can get blown for $10. (laughs) Same thing with a $16 beer. That's ridiculous. Yes. I, and you know what? Even my good friend and colleague, Scott Land, who loves his craft oh, he beer. He loves his hoity-toity beer. Yes, I can't he imagine he would pay $16 for a craft beer. What? That, that doesn't make any... Uh, well, like, it, like, you can get a good whiskey for 16 bucks. I, I know. Well, they're getting away with it, so I guess that's the bottom line. Wait a line. minute. Why are the Nets doing this? People are now... The thing... The Atlanta Falcons, if you remember, they, they're they lowering their prices, and people are coming in by the – the Orioles lowered their prices by like $2 for everything. And well, people good. today were like, this is the greatest thing ever. Were they but scarfing up the ballpark food? They were scarfing up the ballpark food. Two, like a beer now is well, – like it went from six fifty now. I think it's like four fifty. Why would you do – that's stupid. Yeah. I got to hope that's never what I What I really want <laughs> – here's a better value for you, okay? This I cannot believe is a real thing. At the uh, – at the Whitecaps games, uh, WM Whitecaps, uh, I'm not sure what team that is. This is a Darren Ravel tweet. They have a drink called the Shipwrecked. It's Captain Morgan white with Captain Morgan spiced and blue curacao and a bunch of other stuff in it with lemons in a 64-ounce fish bowl. Holy And it hell. says Captain Morgan on the side. That thing is only $20. That's not a lawsuit waiting to happen when somebody drives home drunk it, after drinking that. It doesn't even have a handle, this thing. But it says Captain Morgan. It's shaped like a plastic fishbowl. It's 64 ounces, and it's only $20 at the ballpark. Good God. <laughs> now, that's what I want because I'm a big Captain Morgan fan. Ugh. So that's, that's a little too much. What is your limit on paying for beer? Like, do you have a limit in terms of cost? It's like the only place. The only place I will pay a lot is the gentlemen's club. Is that's the only place that Where you, you have pay. to right? right. But five bucks. Prices. Five bucks. That's it. Okay. That's it's, yeah, That's more as I'll go. Right. Or Michelob Ultra. All right. That's this, my beer choice. This brings us to our final topic today: FTG. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, we got three minutes here between the two of us. Leave me a little bit of room for mine. I'm going to leave you a lot of room, but... Uh, no, that's the... okay. You are, you were originally going to say Le'Veon Bell is your fuck that guy for the week. You have a backup ready to go. Who's that? But then I, I was I was watching the the Duke game on on uh, Sunday, and then as the, the moments ticked away, I said I will never get to see the face of Grayson Allen again. I have never hated any college basketball player more than I've hated Grayson Allen. His tripping, his yelling at himself. He is the most hated for me Duke player ever. So with that, I say to Grayson Allen and your college career, fuck that guy.
got it in before he finally goes pro to be a mediocre Sacramento King to for be about your, six years and then out of the league, right? To be one of the white guys on the – yeah. Then we got one white guy. It's Grayson. There you go. He'll get drafted late first, right? I, I guess. As like a glue guy. I guess. If, we'll he had gone, if he had gone pro after his freshman year when he was the surprise star of the Final Four, would he have been a lottery pick? Uh, he'd have been a lottery pick and then uh, playing in Turkey in three years. <laughs> okay. All right, my fuck that guy goes to one Lawrence Levy, otherwise known as Marlins Man. Yes, the guy oh. in the bright orange Marlins jersey with the Marlins visor who has been showing up behind home plate at all these big-time baseball games not involving the Marlins, World Series games for the last 10 years almost, apparently had a dispute with the Marlins over his season tickets where he wanted a pay he wanted a discount. Now he was going to pay like $200,000 for four behind the plate seats for 5 years. And it was going to represent like a 20% discount. But the Marlins are like, "No, we're looking at a 10% increase." So they couldn't come to an agreement. And he's now shopping himself to other teams. And he may become Tiger's man and buy tickets behind the Tiger's bench. All I know is you're just a rich lawyer, dude, that nobody likes. Fuck that guy. Marlins man, Tiger's man. I wish he was banned from every ballpark in America. Your thoughts on Marlins man? He's he's not he's he's no Rusty Harden. He's the most famous <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> That's right. And Rusty Harden now representing? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Michael Bennett? Uh, Michael, that's right, Michael. That case, I don't... That that's a shifty one. That's that one smells... Very I don't know smelly. how to... I'm, I, I'm usually, you know, let's look at... but this. I yeah. see no... Yeah, that, that, that's very one, dicey. Yeah, I said dicey. This, I said this on the podcast. I said, from what I've seen and what they have... I mean, the woman wasn't even knocked out of the chair. There's no a, video in a, 2017? No video, knocked, knocked out of the chair, and she only had a strained back. Very dicey. We're out of time, Jay. Follow Jay Cottrell at... Jay Cottrell 3-4 on Twitter. All right, buddy. Enjoy the final four. I will see you next time. Let me leave you with this today. A man on safari in Tanzania held still for 10 minutes while a cheetah jumped up into his open-air jeep on safari to get a better view and to look around at other things he wanted to eat. Luckily, it was not the guy in the Jeep. There's video of it. It has gone viral, and it is pretty epic. The tour guide said, don't make eye contact. Don't move. And that way, you won't be considered a threat to the cheetah, and you will likely not get mauled. The guy was able to do that, not freak out, not wet his pants, although maybe he did wet his pants. I don't know. But he was able to stay still, and the cheetah just you know, got up there and looked at him and kind of looked around and uh, gnawed briefly on the seat back of one of the seats in the Jeep and then went on his way. But it was something like 10 minutes. The guy had to stay still and just stay calm. Someone was actually moving a camera around to get footage of the cheetah on the Jeep behind him, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. Now, I'm the wildlife expert. I was just on safari in Africa. I believe a cheetah could fuck you up pretty bad. In fact, I know a cheetah could fuck you up pretty bad. I'm not sure a cheetah could or would kill you. They are the smallest of the so-called big cats, and they're speed demons. And they're not typically that aggressive towards humans. I don't know how many people die of cheetah every year, 
And yeah, if it locks on to your jugular, which it could do in a split second, oh yeah, you could definitely die. If it gashes you open and you're out there in the bush and you're nowhere near medical attention, you could bleed out. Oh, absolutely. But I know this, if a cheetah were to come at me, then I would have to fight it to the death. I would have to use my size advantage and my human being instinct, you know, fighting uh, instincts to say, okay, now it's on, motherfucker. You come at me like that, you better kill me. Because you're just a cheetah. You're about 65 pounds when it's all said and done. Eh, maybe a bit more. 100 pounds for a cheetah? Depends on the size. But it's a hell of a video, and if you are not on the internet, well then get on the internet and take a look at it. Pretty good stuff. Uh, I will say my friend and former co-worker Liz Drabeck had a great one on Twitter. She said, that's nothing. Single women have been doing that in bars for years. Avoid eye contact. Stand perfectly still so men don't come at you. Good one, Liz. Well played. That'll do it for me today. Thank you for listening. You know the drill. Tell two friends. And literally, don't stop telling them about this Zabecast. Leave a positive review. Download, subscribe at all the major podcast outlets. And as Sam Levinson once said, lead us not into temptation. Just tell us where it is. We'll find it on our own. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.